0: for our podcast instead of greetings listeners
1: wow a little uh less formal
0: a little well it's Mandalorian. you know we're like the mandalorian we're a little you know wild wild uh west
1: like suave but still badass sure rough.
2: a little, little rough right rough around the edges
0: yes a little <laughs> rough around the edges um oh, that should have been our podcast name um well but welcome everyone I am Liz, one of the lovely hosts of the Mandalorian podcast about the new Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian. I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, my husband.
1: Eric Prue. Hi.
0: Hi. And of course, our amazing friend and resident Star Wars expert, Mike Bonnie. Hello.
2: Greetings, listeners. See, oh, someone see. had to say yeah, it. Yeah, he went into that. I like right? that. It's a my good favorite h- part. <laughs>
0: Okay, so the new episode, or the third, the new and third episode of The Mandalorian airs in a few days, so we wanted to get a podcast in to talk about what the fuck is going on. There's Baby Yoda, there's lots of Force stuff, there's a lot of history, Mike's read all the things, he can tell us what's up, uh, but first, what did you guys think, what did you think of the series overall? Overall, just as a TV series and as a Star Wars fan? Mike, you go first.
2: I I loved it. Um I mean, the fact that we actually have a live-action Star Wars show at this point is amazing. Like, did you ever think we would see that? Like, we've gotten, you know, a few movies, we've gotten cartoons, but, like, a live-action Star Wars that's made that well is what a time to be alive. Oh, I know. Like, it's amazing, like... Yes, Mm -hmm. I I love everything about it. It's perfect.
1: And how much nostalgia has been baked into this show so far? I mean, the level of feels on... Because they're on Tatooine in the second episode. I mean, the first two episodes, right?
0: Yeah, because the Jawas. And we're like, oh, shit, that's Tatooine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to really kind of connect the dots because it's been a while. But yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this is too much.
2: Yeah, I mean, even just his armor, you know, like that helmet. Like we've seen it throughout the Star Wars series in I mean, you know, uh-huh. Boba Fett is one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars. And I mean just to see that helmet, that style of helmet again is you know, like it's so nostalgic. Like it just brings you back to those first episodes, right?
1: Yeah. Now being a massive Star Wars uh triviologist, Mike, um what were some things that you noticed that that people might not have picked up in the first couple of episodes from a nostalgia standpoint?
2: You know, I I think what you know what stood out to me was the fact that he's not a lone, um, a lone person like a lone Mandalorian. I think the title of the show kind of gives you that impression. You know, you all only ever saw Boba Fett kind of on his own or Django in the prequels. Um, you know but the fact that you saw kind of this there's more of them that it's not just him um, I think it just uh, you know was
0: really great agreed I thought it was such a cool and that's something too that a lot of Star Wars fans have been wanting more of is more mythology yeah like the only mythology we really get get is like the political stuff from the prequels. And that's Ah, not really Star Wars mythology, (laughs) you know, like that's what excites people. That's what people love to talk about. And so when we found, when he went to go get his armor and, you know, turned in that Imperial bar of silver or whatever it was, it was like, Oh wait, who's she? She's badass. Oh, that looks like a little, it's almost like, you know how there are Sith and Jedi temples. It was almost like a Mandalorian temple. Mm -hmm. Um, which was awesome and indicates we're going to see more of that. Um, which I may be jumping ahead, but since we're already talking about it, Mike and I were talking before the podcast while well, you were looking for the other set of headphones, Eric, <laughs> um, that the, so like many, 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 many moons ago, the Mandalorians were at war with the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, um, Obren, Prince Obren, <laughs> what I'm calling him now. Um, who, of course, is the Mandalorian from Game of Thrones. The fact that he's like, you know, it's pretty clear he's protecting baby. We'll call him Baby Yoda because he's a baby for his species is not only a problem for his Mandalorian Mandalorian folk, but all, or not only a problem for the first pre-first order post-imperial people looking for him, but his Mandalorian crew.
2: Hmm. Right. Yeah.
0: So yeah, he's, and- he's making multiple enemies.
2: Right. And, it, you know, it makes it makes you wonder if he's actually ever even going to turn Baby Yoda in for his bounty. He seems yeah. very connected to it think at this he is. point. I don't think yeah. so either.
0: They did that I- flashback with his family, you know, where, like, his planet was raided or whatever. We don't know who did that. Yeah. But it's, like, clearly that was to show some sort of um, emotional strain that he still carries with him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably the Empire would be my guess if yeah we were putting it on it. Because, you know, it's it's crazy that, Like maybe the best part, well, there's a lot of best parts, but one of my favorite things about The Mandalorian is that all of this stuff is canon. Yeah, so, yes. you know, Disney came through, you know, they bought up Star Wars, they wiped all that, you know, Legends or Expanded Universe, whatever you want to call it now. They just kind of wiped it from existence and have slowly been, you know integrating it back mm-hmm. you know the mandalorians are only canon by the cartoons at this point so you mm-hmm. get them in clone oh, wars yeah. a little bit you get them in rebels that's where they actually even talk about the jedi war like it's it's like two lines in the whole show but that's the canon of it so like just the possibilities of you know like these two episodes are the most canon we've probably ever gotten for the mandalorians so like it's just it's really exciting that everything they do is just part of, you know, official Star Wars history now.
0: Especially yeah. with the Obi-Wan series coming out. Mm-hmm. And with, I'm trying to, so let's do time stuff a little bit. So the Obi-Wan series is going to be post order 66.
2: Between right? three and four. Between three right? and four, yeah. kind of. Yep. I
0: think, um, I
2: think so. Is that right three or
0: i four? Th- think so because they keep saying that ewan mcgregor's age now is yeah, that's, perfect that's gotta be for three and four what um obi's age will be and it's been like 20 years 20 years or so god has it really been that long
1: since the f- since 2000 yeah time? so it's
0: been like 20 well since the Sith revenge of the sith maybe oh, maybe yeah, 15 yeah,
1: yeah maybe
0: 15 yeah so you know it could be um it, it'd be cool to see like or it will be cool to see what happens in the Obi series that may influence. Have to. Not influence, mm-hmm. you know, but they may call to, since it's all yeah. canon in the Mandalorian.
2: Yeah.
1: So um love, love the talk so far. Um, I'm definitely very curious as to whether he'll deliver the bounty or not. But can we just talk about what is Baby Yoda? Like, is it a clone? Is it
0: Oh, just shit, I am about being a Just a leftover alien
1: species. Is it, what the fuck is this little baby Yoda?
2: Mike, do you know any, what's the background? Is here? this, is this we- the
0: Helmets Off section? Are we already um, there? <clears throat> oh.
2: <laughs> I, you know, I think Helmets Off just kind of weaves in and out. Um, okay. You know, which helmets is really, off. which helmets is really off. fitting because he doesn't take his helmet off ever. Right. So, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I've- helmets
0: Off. What are the theories? Go.
2: <laughs> you know... <laughs> That's a great question because I don't think they've ever really gone into Yoda's species. Um, like, from my understanding, George Lucas always kept it very vague as to what Yoda was. Um, like, there's no real background or history on what his species is. So, like, they could really go in any direction. Like, is is it just a species of super Force-sensitive, you know, little green hobbit things and that's why he's so great at the force did you know yoda make a clone of himself like i kind of want it to be that just because Uh that would be awesome and you know especially with palpatine coming back in what episode are we on nine Nine. coming up um Uh (laughs) that one uh it would just be fitting that yoda also comes back Um, yeah but that's what I want to happen, whether it will, who knows.
1: Well, you wonder if it's, you know, the force, the force is always in balance, right? Or it should be in balance. So is this a reaction to
0: the first something? order? Rising. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Um, another cool thing I liked about, uh, the series is the attention to detail. Like even with, um, when he goes to pick up the bounty and you see the stormtroopers and they're like all busted, mm-hmm. you know, cause they're, the empire's fallen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've never seen a stormtrooper look like that, like a rusted no. stormtrooper. And so it'll be cool to see like, is it because the rise of the first order is coming that you're saying like, there has to be this balance of nature where that's when this clone, you know, hatched or whatever happens with, you know, Yoda species. Because at first I started doing math, I was like, wait, hold on. So, we don't know if Yoda's species is, like, asexual or, like, did he, like, save an egg or save a lot what's going on? Oh, Yoda
1: bones, for sure. (laughs) Yoda bones. So,
0: I was just, like, with him being 50 years old, well, we all knew Yoda was around 800 to 900 years old or something like that. So, being 50 years old is clearly, like, a baby for Mm -hmm. um, the species, which they said in the series. So, I was like, wait, so could he be his son or what's going on? But then now that you're saying he could be a clone, 50 years ago, um, Yoda was alive in this timeline. Yeah. Line.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So he yeah. definitely could have cloned himself. And like you were saying, Mike, they're introducing all this clone stuff with Palpatine. There's rumors that Rey has a clone and she's like dark Rey or something. And that's why in episode eight, I can't even believe I'm bringing that one up. They he showed her, like, mirror self, mm-hmm. which totally makes sense for clones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the clone idea, though.
1: Yeah. I I think um, certainly a lot to unpack. I mean, I love how mischievous his species are. I think, like, one of my favorite parts about Baby Yoda, and even about the show generally, talk about nostalgia, and, and Mike, I don't know if you've noticed this as well, but the, the number of of animatronic animals and creatures that are a part of it, as well as like the masks and stuff. Like it's not a budget thing at this point. Animatronics I feel is almost more expensive than CGI, yep. but um, it's very much a part of Star Wars. And I love that baby Yoda's character is mostly animatronic.
2: Yeah. You know, and it's funny you say that because when we were watching the first episode, it's it's one of the things I pointed out, I said, what do you think the costume budget is on this show? Because like
0: everyone's in like
2: prosthetics and they're wearing all the costumes and it's just it's like, man, they must just sink a ton of money into (laughs) how all these different costumes they have. Like, and it's like, it wouldn't be Star Wars without that. Right. Like it's all these different aliens and everything like that. So. um,
0: They're honoring it. They're really, they're, they're not, you know, prequeling it up with a bunch of CGI. you know, there's, I mean, these actors are getting there eight hours before, Shoot time to yeah. get their makeup put on. Yeah, which is probably why the episodes are only thirty minutes long. Yeah,
2: they spare no expense.
0: Right. Oh god. Okay. Yeah.
2: They got that Disney money. They're they're fine. Uh-huh. Oh my god. They're oh,
0: good.
1: Jeez. And they're already filming season two, which is exciting. Yeah. Do we know how many episodes season one is?
0: I don't know. Oh,
2: I think oh, it's short. I think it's only like eight, maybe. Like, okay. I think it's a I'll really short season. Um, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like maybe 8 or 10 somewhere in that range. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. but,
1: yeah, I feel like for the streaming services original content that's very common. Like 10 episodes, yeah. 8 episodes. And, and you it's know, honestly,
2: bummer. that's I mean, but honestly that's kind of okay cuz you know, these shows like they get to it, right? They don't mm-hmm. waste a half a dozen episodes on filler nonsense yes. that. You yeah. know, it's like it's like, you know, Stranger Things and things like that, it just you know they they get right to the plot they blow through it and then it's over like yeah it kind of sucks that you don't have more weeks to watch it but
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: i hate watching some shows where it feels like you go two or three weeks and it's like wow i could i could have skipped all of that
0: <laughs> yes exactly and it is eight episodes
2: Eight episodes. It is. Okay. And
0: this article also talks about how the timeline and how it's after the aftermath novels, which details the collapse of the Empire's power after the second Death Star was destroyed. Yep. Did you read those, Mike?
2: Uh I did not, but I knew that this show was I think it's five years after the collapse of the Empire. Okay. It's, five so years. It's, okay. I mean and you can kinda tell, like, I mean, bounty hunting and you know, what you would expect from like a total collapse <laughs> of a Mm-hmm. galactic empire, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, people kind of fend him for themselves. Like it's the wild west, right? It's- yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting because, um, that you say that, well, George Lucas, you know, infamously created the Imperial outfits after Nazi uniforms. Like they're supposed to be like these terrible people and he took influence of like the costumes from that. Mm-hmm. And they're all being hunted down now. Like, You know, Nazis were after the World War, like they were all hunted, like Mm -hmm. we need to find them. Um, Probably bounties, you know, out Mm -hmm. on their heads. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of interesting to see that parallel as well. Um, That also reminds me, we haven't talked about this yet, Carl motherfucking Weathers. Oh
2: my God, that was amazing. Hell yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, I
0: want to see more of him.
2: (laughs) Man, right off the bat too. Like mm-hmm. oh man, they're just they're just gonna drop that in there right ten minutes into the first episode, like You're okay. Not uh, and then
1: Nick Nolte played that guy that was like, I have spoken.
0: I know. That was
1: so funny. <laughs> so random. You know so how many random.
0: mugs are being printed right now that say I have spoken on them? Yeah,
1: it's a great, great that was great dialogue. Yeah, I
0: love
2: that. that. That's awesome. What star the Wars. Yeah, and the cast alone, like the that robot droid, um, the battle one was—I always blank on his name. The director of Thor, oh,
0: Taika Waititi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> how
2: how random is
0: that? Dude. And you know, he was like probably talking to Kathleen Kennedy, like he ran into her at a convention and was like, "If there's any, any opportunity for me to be a droid, you know, if there's any opportunity to be a droid, I mean." be a kiwi droid you don't have a you don't have a kiwi droid
1: (laughs) oh my god
0: so good i love that guy you know he's just breaking it in right now all the thor movies i know he's like i got time to be a droid
1: yeah why not
0: it's the best okay so what 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 is going to happen like what do we think is the what are we building up to here it's kind of classic star wars with there's like Clearly a political thing going on, not total political, but you know what I mean, like with the whole rise of the first order, the bounty stuff, Mm -hmm. and then there's the cool force stuff. Like there is in the classic films.
2: Mm -hmm. So what's
0: going to happen? I mean,
2: so it seems like that doctor clearly works for some evil organization, you know, whether it's just some remnant of the empire still kind of hanging on to the old ways or maybe like the early parts of the first order starting to materialize, but they, cl- they, they obviously knew that that was a baby. Cause you know, mm-hmm. he had that little scene with that other weird doctor who said they wanted the, you know, the bounty alive. So yeah. they clearly knew what they were going for mm-hmm. and have some sinister motive. Um, you can kind of see where it would play out where he's going to grow attached to the baby Um, he's not going to want to bring the bounty in and that's just going to set off like this whole shitstorm of problems with whatever organization it is that this doctor works for.
0: Which is going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like amazing.
1: So here's a question. So what other cameos do we expect to be made in The Mandalorian? Any big cameos? We haven't seen many yet we've seen some creature cameos we've seen but do we do we expect any so luke skywalker's out there i was just about
0: to say mark hamill's always down you made
1: you made a great comment
0: wait what i did when
1: we were watching you never say
0: this this is why i like doing these podcasts Uh, You say i'm right or i say something profound liz
1: made a great comment so obviously all this stuff is canon but how does fucking luke skywalker with the most powerful force Senses in the universe or galaxy, let's limit it to galaxy. How would he not sense a force like Yoda when he's raising all these younglings doing his Jedi school and stuff like that?
0: You know, he Which can is, sense it, especially yeah. if he's at, especially if it's the time, if the timeline lines up to where he's put himself in exile at the Jedi temple. Where he's talking to force ghosts like twenty four seven three sixty five yeah Yoda Obi Anakin on his mind literally yeah. so you know he picked up on it
1: yeah so the question is does does Luke know about this and is he purposefully keeping Baby Yoda in the shadows does, or, or are we gonna see Luke Mike what do you think
2: so that's I guess that's the the nice answer, right? Like the good one is that Luke just doesn't care. Like he's already shut himself off from that. Um, at that point, I guess the darker answer would be that baby Yoda is not going to make it yeah. <laughs> that, that long. Yeah. Uh, for when yeah. he starts doing his, uh, you know, Jedi, t- uh, training school or whatever. So a uh, part of me thinks like maybe, maybe Luke's just not, uh, not aware like he's just not trying to be aware or the mandalorian just hides him i mean maybe he takes him back to mandalore and you know the jedi don't they don't they don't want none of that they don't want to go back there so right. uh, well
0: what if so here's a question Did we know what happened to all the other students at the jedi school did did they all get killed I think
2: so, right? Okay. Didn't Kylo? I think Kylo Ren killed them all.
0: Kylo Ren. That's what I thought. Kylo Ren, like Order 66, them pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. not super clear. I don't think just from right. those weird dream flashbacks, but
0: kind of so seems could like that's be, what he did. If that is the case, then you're probably right, Mike. Where Baby Yoda's still in exile, right? Um, hiding. Mm-hmm. Like even now, like Baby Yoda could show up in Episode Nine.
1: True, as, as like. Adolescent
2: Yoda,
0: but yeah, like teenage Groot, you, you know, know on his it, Game Boy. Yeah,
2: I'm and not even sure. Like, it's, it's not blood. really, it's not really unheard of either for like Jedi to not sense other Jedi. I mean, Obi Wan was on exile forever, and mm-hmm. Darth Vader never hunted him down. Like, he That's never. That's true. That is it. true. And that but, was his home planet. So,
0: however, though, was Obi using his Jedi senses? Well, actually, yeah, duh, because his series will come out. And, of course, they're not, he's not going to be, like, farming it up. He's going to be, like, doing some business.
1: You know it, yeah.
0: You know? So maybe – I don't know, because that was a pretty big force thing that he did that Baby Yoda did, and we can assume it can only get bigger. I don't know. Maybe it's, like, Bluetooth. Like, maybe you got to be a certain distance to pick up on that, <laughs> you know?
2: You have to put in the right passcode to pair.
0: Pretty, oh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Oh
1: man.
0: <laughs> i don't know but i i love that we don't know it's like i have no idea but they're already doing cool enough shit to where it's like oh no they're i mean they're digging in they're doing stuff that
1: mm-hmm.
0: we've been wanting to do for oh eric thank you for doing that yeah sorry i shouldn't have said that on the podcast no. um he just fixed the screen so we can all see each other a little better yeah that's great okay anyways um, but yeah, I like that. I like that they're digging into the mythology, and we don't know yet what the other um so the Benny off wise Game of Thrones guys their trilogy is yeah whoops, yeah,
1: done losers
0: done yeah. so then, but Ryan Johnson still has his, correct,
2: yeah, I think so yeah i didn't i don't I don't think that got shut down I know they still have a trilogy going and um, I know I don't know who's supposed to direct it but I thought there was supposed to be um, a movie that's supposed to tie into kind of Knights of the Old Republic with like Darth Revan and kind of that and that's like on the tail of the Mandalorian War right so um, it feels like you could kind of tie all that history with like Old Republic and new you could sort of bridge it with this series um, since kind of Mandalore spans across all of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're getting a little background, a little bit up front with Disney plus. Um, and we did a little bit too in rogue one, like when we visited Jeddah and they talk a little bit about the temples. Yeah. Um, loved that. Yeah, That was just, oh, if they could make another movie like that, it would be so cool. We were, I don't know if I, well, I told you, Eric, I don't know if I mentioned this on um, to you, Mike on, our little communication Slack channel, but uh, Lawrence Kazdan's panel at Austin Film Festival, who wrote Raiders, Empire, um, Return of the Jedi, co-wrote on that, like he's just done all the, like some of the greatest films ever. He wrote Solo with his son. And he said that um, he was so disappointed because that was not the script they wrote. And with the whole shakeup with the directors getting fired and everything, like everything changed. Mm-hmm. But he was just said, I really wish they would have used the script I wrote because it was like it was just so true to Star Wars and I he didn't want to do it. He said if I'm if you want me to write it, like you gotta let me do it my way. So I guess they asked him to come in on Force Awakens and he told this hilarious story. Because the guy's like seventy something. And he said, No, I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. He said, and then, um, I kept saying no Catholic can't even call. And I said, no, then she came to, she sent a Disney employee to his door and she said, his wife was like, someone's knocking at the door. And he like looked through and was like, who are you? And he was like, Oh, I'm from Disney. I have a script for you, sir. And he was like, I'm not opening the door. You have to leave. Like he said that he was like, I'm not, he's like, I don't want to be part of it. Like, no, like if, unless you let He's like, I can't work in these, like, you must do this. Like, you got to let me write what Mm -hmm. I'm going to write. So then JJ calls him and he's like, you know, just look at it. So he finally looks at it and, you know, helps does whatever. I think it was like an uncredited kind of thing. But then he said, "I, I was done. Well, then I'm on vacation with my family in Europe. And JJ calls and is like, Hey, why don't you come to London? They were filming and, you know, check out set. And he was like, I knew what he was doing. I wasn't going to go. No, I'm not doing it. Nope. He said, well, I can bring my son. My son would love to be on the set. That'd be really cool. He said we were supposed to go for a weekend and I ended up staying for two months. Gosh. <laughs> so it's just like, they take these, you know, like <laughs> when you sign on to do something that big, they really like you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see what John Favreau's done where it's like, you know, he's not working on anything else, but Mandalorian. Nope. He's living and breathing it right now. Mm-hmm. And like the Russo brothers with the MCU, you know, that's all they did. And they worked, they had the same writing team that worked on civil war, winter soldier, um, the latter Avenger films. So it's like, it'll be, I'll be interested to see who the behind the scene creatives are for this um, old Republic film series, because it has to tie in, it has to cross over with who's working on Mandalorian.
1: From from what we've seen thus far, John Favreau should get his own Star Wars trilogy.
0: He's amazing. I mean, like, Iron Man, it. Iron Man's the best.
1: Swingers? Are you kidding me?
0: Okay, well that's great, but you know I'm not sure that would is that canon with Star Wars? Yeah, Swingers. Would be. Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe that's like some old expanded universe. Uh, right. Not oh, yeah. Lot. Planet's so fucking money. not know it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they call it Jedi Swingers.
0: The Jedi Swingers. <laughs> you know, they're all just trying to, you know, find their way.
2: Mm-hmm. Just want to point out that so far in this podcast, we've had Jedi Swingers and Yoda boning.
0: So, <laughs> yes, we have. Okay helmet's off
2: <laughs> yeah hel- helmet's <laughs> off and on that yeah. note
1: that's <laughs> a good wrapping point <laughs> yeah for this is a good wrapping
0: episode. point okay um <laughs> uh, we already kept mike on for way too long pre-recording looking for headphones um but yeah do you guys have any other uh thoughts or wishes for what we're going to see this friday in this specific episode
1: more force stuff i just love it
2: yeah I, I i guess just from this next episode yeah just more stuff with Baby Yoda. The more mm-hmm. Baby Yoda, the ma- more Baby Yoda before I don't know he has to run in hiding with him. The better. Yes.
0: I agreed totally. And the next, mm-hmm. st- I mean, the next step here, he's already in the ship. Is where is he going to go? So we're clearly going to find out if he's going to take Yoda in or not. Obviously, he's not going to take Baby Yoda in. Yeah. So, like you said, it's going to be a shitstorm, Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I suspect I, I, gonna we're going to learn about Yoda's species, which is going to be amazing.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Fingers crossed that he goes back to Mandalore. That's yes, yes. That's, that's what I want to see. Um, I want to see more. I want. I want to see. I want to see more of that. I mean, these are these are the first live action Mandalorians. Like, I I want to see them in action. You know. Yeah.
0: Oh, and that. So that reminds me. One last thought. Because he has his helmet on the whole time. I've been paying a little bit more attention to like what he's doing. Cause usually you can read how someone's feeling on their face, you know? And the way he kept when he was on his ship turning around and like, you know, patting him, making sure he was a- awake or alive. Like I took that as he was checking on him, mm-hmm. not like, Oh, are you alive or not? Cause if it's a bounty, he doesn't care. He's like, I got him. It's fine.
1: Absolutely, you know, like
0: he was being. Are you okay?
1: Yeah, that's and, a great option. And he was like
0: protecting him, obviously, in the um, whatever slug the the egg quote unquote egg battle.
1: Oh my god, so, that was intense!
0: I mean, it's just I'm just so excited. It's going to be so sick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like but... We're a turtleneck right now. <laughs> I don't think they
2: can see. I don't think they can see that smile on the podcast, but
0: it's, they can feel it, like the force. Feel. They can feel it well Mike thank you so much for joining us man
2: yeah thanks for having me on this is great
0: this was awesome I think we need to make this a, a regular thing
2: yeah I'll give you guys a 30-minute warning when I'm gonna jump on and then uh, you'll be I know. Yeah.
0: this will not happen again I'm so sorry oh if you guys only knew we got a lot of outtakes though perfect right
1: <laughs> all right well what's a, what's our sign-off for this podcast Helmets off.
0: No, helmets back on. I mean, we're, we got to get, put the helmet on. We got to get ready for Friday.
1: Yeah. All right. (laughs) Helmets on. More days. Helmets on. (laughs) Helmets on. Until next time.